0: What's up, guys and girls? Hello, beautiful people of the YBO network. Um, Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can follow YBO on social at the YBO podcast. And you can always email me, ybo at digidisnet.com. So today's episode, I don't have a guest today I feel like I'm covering a lot because I missed that episode last week I recorded it and everything it just never made its way out so I apologize and now you guys get double the fun I guess on today's episode I'm going to do put y'all on gonna talk about pop culture news and I think that's it I don't have a year canceled this week but there's always time for somebody to piss me off so we'll see (laughs) all right stay tuned Let's start with my Put Y'all On from last week, and then I'll tell you my Put Y'all On from this week. So, like I said, last week I did a whole episode, and it just never made its way out. I'm really sad about it, but you guys will deal with it. Um, so last week, my Put Y'all On was the fact that Viola Davis is going to be playing Michelle Obama in an upcoming Showtime uh, series called First Ladies, so I'm really excited about that. I thought the show was going to be like about Obama's presidency, but it's not. It's really about the first ladies of multiple presidents. So other episodes will have like Eleanor Roosevelt and Michelle Obama. So sorry, it's not just about Michelle Obama, <laughs> but I'm still looking forward to it because, um, you know, like I said before, how to get away with murder is ending. Viola Davis is branching out. Um, she's supposed to be an executive producer on this. So I really hope that they s- tell Michelle's story right. Um, you know, that's, what's all about having black people as producers and directors and writers that way they don't screw the story up. So let's keep an eye out for that. So my, um, put y'all on this week though, is a soul food restaurant here in Lindenwall, New Jersey, where I live. It's called sugar puttins. Now, a couple weeks ago, I ended up at this restaurant because, Basically, I wanted a Popeye's chicken sandwich and they were sold out, which we'll get to. So I was like, man, screw that. I'm going to this place right up the road. Sugar pudding's never been there. The owner was so nice. Like the whole restaurant was like clean and decorated. And I got the fried catfish with the half rack of ribs with the mac and cheese and greens and the cornbread. And I had the pecan pie. So I really treated myself that day. Um, but she's just a doll and the whole restaurant was, everything was delicious. Everything was on point. Um, it was a Sunday afternoon, so they had the little gospel music playing, you know, just really welcoming place. So I highly suggest sugar puddings. If you want some real delicious soul food in South Jersey, um, I think my catfish platter was like $22, but it was definitely worth it. So let's go back to last week. Speaking of Popeye's now. You can say what you want about Popeye's and you can say black Twitter really helped them raise $23 million. That's wild. Okay. But so what? They made their money and now they're sold out. So basically if you live under a rock, you wouldn't know about this Popeye's chicken sandwich. Everybody knows Popeye's Louisiana chicken. They got some good chicken. They got some dry biscuits. For some reason, the biscuits are dry, but they work. I don't know. It's a conundrum. But anyways, They said, we're going to branch out and make a chicken sandwich. Um, Now, who really dominates the chicken sandwich game? Chick-fil-A. And to this day, I still never tried the Popeye sandwich, but I have had Chick-fil-A in the past couple weeks since this has been going on, and it's still bomb. So, long story short, what I wanted to say about Popeye's was, you know, just enjoy the chicken sandwich. Everybody's like, oh, why don't we support black businesses like this? Shut up. If you have a affordable $4 chicken sandwich that tastes good, I will be compelled to try it. But until then, shut up. <laughs> like, And yes, I'm pretty sure Popeye's is owned by white people. We can say whatever we want. Most of our favorite brands are owned by white people. So what are you going to do? Um, But yeah, Popeye's, it was so popular and it really took off because of social media. So they sold out and I don't know if they'll ever return. I mean, look, they got their bag. They don't, they don't really care about the chicken sandwich. Oh, but also I had a problem with people saying like, they're making so much money off this chicken sandwich, but their, their workers are still making $8 an hour. Okay. And how do you think, how do you think business works? Do you genuinely think that if a business makes 20 million, it translates into wages? That's not how it works. It should. But that's not how it works. You know how, you know how many sales I made for Bath and Body Works? And do you think they ever raised my $10 an hour? I don't think so. so. Or better yet, Target. Target is a multi-million dollar conglomerate. And I ended up making $9 an hour there. So I don't think they're like, you know what, y'all? We did really good on sales today. Everybody gets a dollar raise. I don't think so. But you know, going into Popeye's, they don't have the best customer service, you know, that might help their cause. I'm just saying. And also people didn't need to be rude and, uh, threaten them just because they ran out of chicken. It's not their fault. So yeah, leave the, um, minimum wage workers alone, please. Now, uh, let's get into sports because last week I did a whole little segment about Andrew Luck. Like I said, the episode never made it, so y'all didn't get to hear it. But long story short, I wanted to say I commend Andrew Luck for doing what's best for his body and his health and retiring at the age of 29 um, from the Colts, I believe he played for the Colts. So basically, he's 29 years old quarterback, and he's like, you know what? This game is really taking a toll for me. And I think he was quoted in The Atlantic or something saying like, This is not fun for me anymore. This game, it took, his injuries took away the joy of the game. So, you know, luckily he is a football player and he has the means to retire early, but the rest of y'all can't retire early. So the rest of us, we need to keep working. And I had a good discussion with someone recently about money habits. And I don't think young people have retirement on their mind. And I understand the earth is melting. We might only have 17 months, so you might as well go out with a bang. But until then, until, uh, you know, it really starts, really starts hitting, then, uh, we need to save. We need to think about retirement because one of my biggest concerns is like, there will not be any social security left when we are adults. Like, we're, we're paying all this money out of our checks for the social security tax, but it's just being gobbled up by old people because uh, no offense, elderly people are living longer. So, um, you know, going back to Andrew Luck, I just think it was really wise of him to make a smart decision for himself. And he said he was very hurt by the fans who booed him because it's like, y'all really expect people to jump through hoops for you and for entertainment and for a sport. This is a sport to you. This is his life to him. And I wouldn't give my life for y'all bandwagon fans anyway. So I commend Andrew Luck. Um, but now, sports, this week, let's talk about this uh, NFL thing again because Jay-Z and Rock Nation have um, finally said their first performers at the NFL kickoff event for Inspire Change will be Meek Mill, which I should have expected that, Rhapsody, and Megan Trainor. Um, surprised Rhapsody got involved in this. I guess after my whole, uh, Jay Z spiel a couple episodes ago, I have thought about it more. And, you know, like I said, you really have to change organization from the inside out. However, I keep seeing clips of Jay Z putting his foot in his mouth talking about police brutality stems back to single parent households just a lot of stuff i'm like do you have press people to read your speech before you get on camera or you just be saying what you want and you know he's a hip-hop artist so i don't expect him to have uh press people but i don't know it's just like he's not really picking his words wisely lately is jay-z still the goat sure but um you know everybody's just not feeling this but you know now that megan trainer got on board are y'all feeling it now i don't know (laughs) look i'm just here to tell you all the news and and give a little sprinkle of my opinion i don't really have opinion about the nfl thing anymore because i don't even be watching the nfl to be honest like i'm really more into basketball than uh football anyway but i mean it is fantasy season though so if y'all got y'all uh drafts i hope y'all been strategizing out here okay but speaking of meek mill uh I want to talk about last week how his court case is finally over. So, you know, it's kind of bittersweet because yes, we're happy that he will not be tried again. He will—they dropped his charges or whatever. But well, they didn't drop his charges. Basically, it's bittersweet because Meek Mill pled guilty to the gun charge that got him in this mess from like 2017. I mean, 2007. He's been dealing with this for like 12 years. So he finally pled guilty. And then the prosecutor was like, all right, you served your time. And also, we're not going to retry you. So everything is done. He can wipe his hands clean of that. But I do feel kind of sad that he had to plead guilty in order for all this to end. Because everybody knows, like, when you plead guilty, that kind of, like, tarnishes your name a little bit. I mean, listen, I've seen when they see us. And I've seen... Plenty of true crime shows, and if somebody offered me a deal, if it was life in prison or a, a lesser sentence or a deal, I can't tell you what I would do. I'm, I'm, I'm asking my listeners, what would you do? Would you take that shorter sentence and plead guilty, but you knew in your heart you weren't guilty? I don't know. Like that's just the topic I always think about. Cause for on one hand, I want to plead not guilty. I want to fight my case, but the criminal justice system is tiring. Look at Meek Mill. It's tiring. So, I mean, pled guilty, don't got to deal with it no more. Salute. Now, uh, you know, speaking of people making the best moves for themselves, Leslie Jones said that she would not be returning to SNL. Um, I think this is like their 45th season or something wild. She's not returning this season. Um, I don't think it was anything bad, any bad blood. I just think she wanted to move on, and I'm happy for her because sis is super talented and... Nobody really stays at SNL forever except Keenan Thompson for some reason. I, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think Keenan Thompson would be funny on other projects, not SNL? I don't know. Can you imagine him, like, in a movie with Seth Rogen or something? I don't know. But Leslie Jones has proven that she can do other things. And, you know, I respect her decision. Look, everybody out here, you just got to get it how you live, okay? You just got to do what's best for you leave that job or stay at that job you know what I'm saying so shout out to Leslie Jones can't wait to see I think she actually does have a Netflix uh comedy special in the works and everybody keeps asking me if I watched the Dave Chappelle special I have not the thing is stand-up comedy really isn't for me I don't know like uh, it it's very awkward for me obviously Dave Chappelle is the goat and they would not Give him a whole special on Netflix if he wasn't funny, but like stand up comedy it just it's a little cringy to me. It's like, ooh, what if the joke's not good? what if nobody laughs? What if they embarrass themselves up there? like I don't know i and I've been to live stand up comedy, and I was just like cringing the whole time, like it was funny, but I was just like, ooh, what if what if this doesn't go well so obviously, like a Netflix show, I can just watch it by myself and uh see if I find it funny, but I hate when other people. Like or like, ooh, let's watch this. I'm like, I don't really want to watch it with you because what if I don't laugh? And then you're like, why aren't you laughing, Christina? This is the things I think about. This is why I have anxiety. Okay, but um, damn, I really went off a tangent. What was I gonna talk about? Oh yeah, so um last week Jadena dropped the album. It's called 85 to uh Africa. 85 to Africa. So basically it's about like his journey from, you know, the Southeast on I-85 to Africa. So the whole album kind of takes you through this journey of kind of hip-hop, Afrobeats. I liked it, personally. I thought the whole album was a whole vibe. Um, I'm just glad that Afrobeats are kind of gaining popularity. You know, we saw Afro beats, um Drogba, Joanna, blow up this past year when really it came out like a year ago so it's just now catching on and I find it hilarious that Americans were always late to the party (laughs) like they are really having fun over there in Africa and uh even the London hip-hop scene and then that stuff slowly comes over here and we really think that we found something because you know how we are we always we think we discover spices now listen so um I'm really glad that like Afrobeats are gonna play on the radio. You know, we got DeVito, we got, um, what's that guy's name? Burna Boy. Um, I don't know. Every time I hear Hood Celebrity on the radio, I'm like, oh, good for her. Like, just so happy that I have other options nowadays. You know, um, you know, I used to live under a rock. I used to listen to Panic at the Disco, Fallout Boys, The Killers. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. I write says not tragedies, still slaps, but I need more. And I'm glad that my music collection is expanding. I'm glad that Jadana blessed us with this album. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I did not know about it until Issa Ray posted about it. That's when I was like, ooh, let me if Issa like it, I'ma like it. Let me listen. So to check check out that album. Um, since we're talking about music, also last week were the VMAs. Um, we know that uh Hot Girl Summer, the song that I was just judging a couple weeks ago. One best summer anthem which is really wild because we had we had seven rings by ariana grande we had um truth hurts by lizzo and they really gave it to hot girl summer how you get a video music award for a song that ain't have a video yet i'm recording today on september 4th so the video is out now but i'm just saying like they really rushed that and they really gave them the award but i'm not gonna hate um who else? What else surprised me? I think um Billy Eilish got best new artist, and I was really hoping they would give us a little Nas X. But hey, um, and I know I just mentioned that today is September fourth. To some people, it's um B Day. It's Beyonce's birthday. I tried to look up what else happened in history today, but nothing significant. So I guess we're just gonna go with Beyonce's birthday. So happy birthday, Beyonce! Um, but yeah, so while the VMAs are happening, Missy is doing the performance of my lifetime, giving me blow up black elastic jumpsuit vibes, giving me Allison Stoner, that little girl from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. She's all grown up and Missy Elliott had her perform at the VMAs, just giving me a power house performance like just thank you Missy, thank you so much. On the outside of the awards there were protesters because the vmas were in newark new jersey this year at the prudential center so while celebrities are having a great time at the show what's going on outside protesters are mad that there is lead in the newark new jersey water and this hurt this hurts and this this hits close to home because it's always like oh flint let's 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 give some water to flint But, you know, at the end of the day, I live in New Jersey and they're all the way over there. But this is real life. This is this is real life because this is literally an hour away from my home. So now people are starting to pay attention like, damn, so y'all can have the VMAs, but y'all can't give them fresh water. And, you know, apparently Newark is giving some millions of dollars to this program to fix the water filters. But it's going to take three years. Apparently we don't have time for that. Have you ever seen those pictures of people who have ingested lead from Flint? Their skin goes crazy. They die from the inside out. We don't need that in Flint. We don't need that in New Jersey. We don't need that anywhere. So just be mindful of, you know, we're having fun. We're celebrating the VMAs, but also there are other people who are greatly affected by this. And, you know, that reminds me of a blog post that I wrote a couple years back if you didn't know Young Black and Opinionated used to be a blog on WordPress, you can still find it on there. But I wrote a post about how, you know, what's that word called? Separated, I can't think of the word right now. But basically it's when something bad is happening over there. So you're like, oh, prayers and thoughts, but it's over there. It's not affecting me. And I think that can tie back into what's happening right now with Hurricane Dorian um it really hit the bahamas hard and now it's affecting florida and i saw a video on twitter of a white woman and her friends on the beach making a fake uh news anchor video like oh hurricane dorian is going crazy out here but we're still having fun at the beach now i understand uh it was in poor taste it was just in poor taste I just feel like we shouldn't be joking about stuff like that right now. It's, it's way too soon. You know what I'm saying? Like, the uh, the Bahamas were hit very hard by this hurricane. And people in America are just like, well, it's over there. That's not my concern. I think everything on this earth should be our concern. I mean, think about the Amazon rainforest burning. And that barely got any media coverage. Or, you know, think about what was happening in... um. God, please forgive me. Was it Sudan or Syria? You see what I'm saying? Like, we're just like, oh, it was over there. So let's not think about it. It's it's separated from us. But really, anything on this earth, on this planet, can, should concern you. Because at the end of the day, if the Amazon rainforest burns, guess what? That's It was Sudan. Thank God I, I wasn't wrong. It was Sudan. If the Amazon rainforest burns, that's what? 20% of our oxygen? Like, y'all need to wake up. It's just... It's more, it's more to life. It's more, it's more than us. So that's what I'm trying to say. Just actually care about, you know, what's going on. Okay. So, um, I covered that, 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 oh, I covered everything I wanted to cover from last week. Now let's get into this week. Um, the shop on HBO has returned with season two, episode three. Not sure why they had that gap between episode two and three over the summer, but, Um, I have only seen bits and pieces of LeBron's show, The Shop, on HBO, but I think it's really necessary. I think it's a really good way to talk about not just black male issues, but male issues in general, because men don't really get the kind of platform to talk about what they're going through. And on the latest episode, they had Kevin Love on there talking about mental health and, I'm just so proud of him, and I'm proud of this show and what it's doing for men because we have plenty of female talk shows. We have the Real, The View, the whatever else. We we got everything. What's the other one called? The T. I don't know. Look, we we got stuff on TV like Wendy Williams. So if she if she can get a platform, I'm glad LeBron has a platform, and you guys should definitely check out the shop. Um. I wanted to talk to you guys about made in America just real quick. So I did have the opportunity to go and don't let the Instagram fool you. Uh, I'm broke as a joke and yeah, I had my fun at made in America, but at what cost? (laughs) No, but really first day made in America. I saw, um, made in Tokyo. saw um, cowboy, Roddy rich, Jay critch. um, Juice World. Juice World made me cry, y'all. I did not think that was possible, but um he did a little tribute to like Nipsey Hustle, Mac Miller, and xxx And bruh, I cried because he showed a video of Nipsey talking and I was like, damn, you really had to go there. But he did a phenomenal job, Juice World. Um, he really gives me little oozy vibes. Now that I have seen him live, I'm like, oh, they're like the same person. But um Obviously, y'all know what I was there for. I went to see Cardi B. I got to see Cardi. Ow! Yo! When I tell you, I had to stand for two hours before she came out, but it was worth it. I saw my queen, and now I'm content. Now, um, you know, I will say about Cardi though, I feel like she's not really a good dancer. Like, if you gave her choreography, she's just, she'd just be twerking. But it was still good. Um, now, day two, my feet were hurting so bad from day one. I don't know what it's going to take to make a festival comfortable. There's really nothing you can do. You're on your feet for 12 hours, uh, surrounded by little, for, I'm sorry, but it was mostly, black, mostly white kids, little white kids in high school, uh, drunk off freaking monster energy drinks and pushing and shoving and hot and sweaty. So that's the part I did not like about the festival. Um, it really made me consider if I would be going back because this was my second year and it was just too much. It's like, yeah, I want to see Megan Thee Stallion, but at what cost I had to get trampled. Um, Megan Thee Stallion was 30 minutes late. Sis, love you. But that was disrespectful. Like, I don't know what she was doing backstage, but her DJ was really trying to hold it down for her. And the, the, the crowd was not having it. They were booing him and it's not his fault that she wanted to be 30 minutes late. I don't know what was going on. Um, but when she finally came out, it was like everybody, all was forgiven. Everybody just forgot what that we just waited for two hours or whatever. So after her, then the baby came on, and it was just a mess. Everybody was pushing and shoving. I was swaying back and forth, literally almost dropped to the ground. I did lose one of my shoes. Found it, then tried to make my way out the crowd. Almost had to beat a bitch up. And um then my phone was so sweaty, I couldn't even press the buttons on my phone. So I had to text... Through Siri, like, "Hey Siri, tell Brianna I'm I'm lost and I can't find her." Like, it was so messed up. And Brianna ended up losing her shoes, and then she had to buy these um little shoe, uh, rain covers, and walk around in those. It was a mess. So by the time Travis Scott came out, I said, "Listen, I'm gonna chill back here. Y'all go up there if you want to, but I'm done. I'm done." That really put a sour taste in my mouth, like the way people were acting just to see the baby. So, just be mindful if you're going to a festival just don't do general admission come on we we too we too civilized for that uh I'm gonna have to put out the bread for VIP next time or just not go um so let's talk about Ari Linux real quick I wonder why they didn't have her at Made in America I would love to see her um so Ari Linux, nothing like crazy to say but I just saw her on Twitter going off and I'm here for it because sis ain't never lie. She ain't tell one lie. Um, let me see if I can find her tweets. She just really went off the other day. Um, Here we go. I'm going to just read this whole thing for y'all in case you don't have Twitter. Ari Lennox, so we know her, uh, Shea Butter Baby, BMO, um, got you, just to name a few. She started off by saying, I hate homophobic and transphobic people so much. Next tweet. I am also aware of how strong of a word hate is. So buzz off. If you're homophobic and transphobic, I don't fuck with you. Please, if you don't respect the LGBTQ community, you don't support me. You don't support my family and the people I love. So, all of you delusional and fake religious slash self righteous weirdos, unfollow and unsubscribe. She said, I don't even understand how people don't agree with LGBT lifestyle. That's how intense I feel about it. Please fuck off. <laughs> Uh Then she said, like, simply fuck you to be gay is beautiful. It is natural. One doesn't have to experience trauma to be gay. Yes, I believe people are born that way. Yes, I hate people who hate gay people. If there is a God, I believe he made us in his image and made no mistakes. She said, I don't believe in gay agenda. No agenda can alter what is already innate. No religion or media or bully can convince me that true love is unnatural. So the whole plot of her Twitter rant was this. I have family members that didn't show up to my own sister's wedding because she married a woman. You can't support your own flesh and blood because of years of unhealthy conditioning from religion and media. People really live their short lives in a mental prison. People so trapped in this mental prison and don't even see they're living a lie, following rules that are made up by man. People were gay from the beginning of time and will be, longer, and will be long after we are gone. Yep, reveal your filthy self-righteous and delusional selves and kick rocks. Also, I'm not an atheist, but obviously if you church people feel so bothered by my views, why the hell you listen to my raunchy secular music? Once again, fuck off. (laughs) (sighs) So, um, she went off. Oh, she even did more. It's mind boggling how the media and religion has promoted a whole straight agenda for thousands of years. And y'all can't take an inch of any type of diversity and spice on your programming. I really pride myself on the fact that I am Christian, but I'm also a millennial. I basically grew up to see being ho- being homosexual is just regular. You know, like people be like, oh yeah, I'm gay, I'm bi. I'm like, okay, we knew that, that's regular. <laughs> Even before you came out, I knew that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember maybe like middle school or high school, it was like, oh my God. She likes girls. Oh my God. Now it's just like, okay. And so even though I'm Christian, I still have an open mind. Like I'm not going to stop you from, I'm not one of those Bible thumping people. Like I'm not going to stop you from loving yourself and doing what you want to do because I can't imagine what y'all going through. Personally, I've liked boys since kindergarten. Like I can remember my first crush's name and everything. Like I was born that way. So if you say you like boys and you're a boy, you was born that way that's that's just my that's my opinion hey we on young black and opinionated so i'm gonna say what i want but thank you ari linux not sure how to take that but i'm gonna still listen to her music i don't care so exciting news tracy ellis ross has now launched her own hair care brand called pattern beauty hey let's get some claps for tracy ellis ross (laughs) Because everybody knows that she is just like, she just gives off cool auntie vibes. And I just want her in my life. I love her. And, um, you know, she said this is specifically for the kinky, curly, 4B to 4C hair type. And I love the packaging. You know, I'm a graphic designer. You know, I'm in marketing. I really hope that this will be affordable I mean, curly hair products are already expensive, but I feel like it's a little cheaper for me to get Shea Moisture than it is for me to get Diva Curl. So I wonder on the spectrum where Tracy's brand will line up. But yeah, just check that out. Just doing amazing, amazing things, sweetie. And she said that she's been working on this. She said she wrote her first pitch for this, like, after girlfriends. So I. I just want to see how well this brand does. Maybe it'll be at Curl Fest next year. You never know. Um, so also, pop culture news, Bryson Tiller and his girlfriend Kendra Bailey are expecting a baby girl. That's wonderful. You know, Bryson Tiller has proven to be a great dad. He already has um one daughter, not with Kendra. But I just want to say, I don't even know who Kendra Bailey is. <laughs> I'm just reporting the news right now because... I don't really be following people's relationships like that. Um Yeah, I don't know if people are together, broken up. I, I don't know. The last thing I found out was Miley Cyrus and Liam Hensworth getting a divorce. So don't ask me who Kendra Bailey is. I, I don't know, but sis is pretty, and I'm happy for Bryson Tiller. They're going to make a beautiful daughter. Um, But also, you know, when people be going through these life changes, that means that the record about to be stalled. I need the album, Bryson. You gave us a little taste. You gave us a little single with blame, but I'm going to eat that album. Um, But yeah, just bless up many blessings to Bryson Tiller and his girlfriend, Kendra Bailey. Bryson Tiller really is the celeb crush though. Like damn, another one bites the dust. Trey songs had a baby. Damn. Okay. And lastly, what I wanted to talk to y'all about before I wrap up is hot girl semester. So I've been out of college for two years But I just want to say to everybody going back to school, have a hot girl semester. Please, baby girl, remember to stay in them books. Uh, that upperclassman don't want you. He don't want nothing serious with you. So you got to keep your head in them books and do what's best for you, sweetie. Keep that GPA up. Uh, make sure you do them internships. Make sure you apply for your scholarships and your financial aid on time. And, Just live your, just live your best college self, cause I wish I could go back to those days. There's a lot that I would do over, child. I mean, I had fun. I could tell you about the St. Patrick's Day party at the hockey team's house, and we were supposed to wear green, and I have green, so I just wore an army green jacket, and uh, that was an interesting night in itself. I could tell you about a whole lot of stuff, but maybe I'll save my college stories for another episode. This has been Young Black and Opinionated. Uh, make sure you guys follow on social, Instagram and Facebook at the YBO podcast. You can email me YBO at digidisnet.com. That's YBO at dot tcom Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I changed my Twitter. It's no longer CD Royster. It's Miss Chris D to follow my Instagram. So both my Instagram and Twitter are now Miss Chris D. Thank you guys. Talk to you next week. Hopefully I have a guest if you're tired of hearing my voice. Bye.